So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Heading into Labor Day weekend 2019, a long three-day holiday weekend. Jay, what are your plans? My plans are to get ready because I'm going to Vegas. Oh, that's right. Yes. Do you gamble? Oh, I do gamble. What do you what what's your game? So my game of choice and of fun are slots and my game to like win my money back is blackjack. Blackjack. <laughs> I love single and double deck blackjack. Do you? Okay. It's so hard to find though cuz now they use like six decks. They really and, do. You know, but there are still in old Vegas if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I've done the research. There's like one or two casinos that will still do single, single and double deck. deck blackjack. And I think when they do they kind of promote it because that is kind of a thing, you know, like some of the uh Deal. Some of the older hotels uh, in downtown Vegas, they still do like the coins that still drop and uh-huh, stuff like that. Uh-huh. So you just got to look for it. But and when do you leave? I leave on Sunday. Okay. My family's already gone. Jay, if you're leaving on Sunday, how are you going to watch 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days? So the good thing is, is that my flight, my flight leaves. Uh, I think it's about three o'clock our time. Okay. And so we're on the east coast. We're on the east coast. So by the time I get over there, it should be about six, five between five thirty and six. So you'll go straight to your hotel, check in, and prepare yourself. Do some gambling, and then yes, <laughs> for episode five. Well, I will be very busy this weekend. Okay, let's the hear. The Great British Bake Off is returning to Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so if you need me, that is where I will be. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that Paul Hollywood, I tell you what. Although I read that I thought they were going to release the entire season, but apparently they're going to release one episode every Friday because they're showing it in real time, which normally Netflix uh, puts the whole season up. Yeah, that's a departure from can, their usual. Yes, and yes. then you can just binge it all at once, and I can knock out a season in one day, <laughs> uh, but that does not appear to be the case this time. So I definitely will be in town i will be ready for sunday night welcome to the reality bites podcast it's megan and jay episode five part one here we go okay we pick up with rebecca and zian right where we left off she is 47 she's from georgia he's 26 he lives in tunisia she finally says that she's been there for two days two days this That's is it. two days into her trip yep i arrived in tunisia two days ago to meet Zied in person for the first time i came hoping to get engaged but i'm seeing a side of Zied that i did not know was there and it's definitely a red flag they are in some sort of a, a bar hookah lounge rebecca decides to take off her jacket because she and Zied are arguing about what she has chosen to wear out mm-hmm. she has full sleeve tattoos on both arms there's a guy sitting beside her who looks at the tattoos does not speak to her does not try to flirt with her he just looks and Zied loses his mind Stop. <laughs> 
I would say if I was Rebecca, I'd be a little more upset than Zed because he was kind of like just staring at her tattoos like, hey, buddy, take a picture. Like, what's going on? I don't even think she noticed that the guy was looking at him, though. He was like staring a hole into her arm, but okay. But they do say that tattoos are not the norm over there. Especially for females. it's going to attract some attention. It is. However, here we go, Zed being unreasonably upset, confrontational, and they're showing subtitles under what he's saying in Arabic, and he's telling the guy, you need to leave before I lose my mind. Rebecca even says that she thinks Zed's going to hit this guy who just looked at her, and it looks like at some point security gets involved, diffuses the situation. Because Zed tries to kick the guy off the club, even though Zed has no like, authority you need to, to do leave. so. Right. right. And then Rebecca and Zed leave. And Rebecca put the jacket back on, I noticed. Yeah, how not fun did that night look? It looked terrible. And then she was trying to talk to him. She's like, look at me, look at me. And he's just like, it's good. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Right. When clearly it is not okay. And he is emotionally shut down. Oh, and man. I think not only are we only two days into the trip, but he says something that I actually wrote down. He says, I'm doubting her ability to, to listen, listen to, to me. me. Yes. He said, I might have to leave her. Uh, she can't listen to me. If you can't listen to me, then I'm going to have to go. That is one. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe there was something lost in translation there. And she even, you know, when she posted that video on Instagram explaining, like, there was a lot that we didn't get to see. Right. Perhaps he's not referring to the fact, like, she doesn't listen to me as in, I'm an authoritarian figure. You right. have to do what I say. But more like, you're not listening. She like, has to listen to me when I try to explain to right. her why you can't dress like that here. Exactly. So I'm hope I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But not a good sign two days into the trip. Yeah, no, it doesn't look good. But she's still... Even though she'll say, this is a major red flag, I'm very concerned, she still seems more worried about how he's going to react to finding out that she's still married than she is about the fact that clearly he has control and anger issues and is not the same person that she thought he was. Right, because you got to figure, even if she was never married, or even if she was divorced, he's still acting the way he is now. Mm-hmm. So Two days into your two trip. Two days into your relationship. <laughs> like, let's just even take the other thing off the table for a second uh, um all right up next let's go to uh benjamin and akini oh those two <laughs> and her big secret oh i have oh, such a big, big secret, secret. I don't that, know was, what's gonna that happen. was like the most anticlimactic secret <laughs> ever he's 33 he's from arizona she's 26 she lives in nairobi kenya they have met at the airport she was waiting for him when he got off the flight they started like making out lock and lips they are super lovey-dovey they are now in a cab he thinks that he is on his way, that they're on their way to an apartment that he has rented. Correct. And she springs on him (laughs) that actually you have to stay with my brother. I'm excited that he's finally here. But there's something I haven't told Benjamin yet and I don't think he's going to like it. Where's the Airbnb? Uh, I have something I haven't told you. Uh, My brother wants to keep an eye on you. What'd you say? My brother wants to keep an eye on you, so I'll be going to his place. You're going to spend, like, most of the time there. Okay. This is a huge change of plans. How much is your brother going to be watching over me? If we are not spending time together, you'll be with my brother. Benjamin rented an apartment here in Nairobi, but he's going to spend the whole week at my brother's place because Benjamin needs 
to impress my family. My question is, like, is he going to get any of the money back That's from that exactly apartment what I he thought. rented? Like, my biggest thing is, like, you got to tell him before he rents the apartment. Right. Because otherwise he just wasted all that money. Although maybe he can deduct that from the bride price. Maybe that can be deducted <laughs> out. Maybe there can be some sort of uh, <laughs> negotiation there. So they're they're on their way <laughs> to Akini's brother's house. He's like, you're my dark chocolate. You're She's my, like, vanilla, you're ice my cream. vanilla ice cream. <laughs> Those two are ridiculous. <laughs> and yeah, and so they arrive at Akini's brother's house. It kind of leaves off with her brother opening the door. So we haven't actually gotten to see the introduction yet but you, you think about how different the the landscape is she seemed legitimately like oh what you don't see goats everywhere you go right she's like US? oh they, goats just aren't roaming the streets in america like no they, no. they aren't no and she also makes the comment that her family has never sat down with a white person that he might be the only white person who's ever been to her neighborhood <laughs> and i don't know if you notice this but when they get out of the cab there are these two little kids kids who run out of the apartment building <laughs> and they saw him and they froze like they were legitimately baffled or terrified or both <laughs> or maybe it was a camera crew that startled them maybe. but <laughs> but i um i still feel good about these two and i still feel like you know benjamin does not come across as any type of distrustful person right. i don't i don't necessarily think i think the only thing that's going to be an issue for them is the fact that he's divorced and yeah. has a kid already and right. apparently that's not really a normal thing in you know in their family and their culture and so. possibly the bride price like those and the bride price it which, all seems like stuff they can kind of work with or around but it definitely seems like it's, it's all stuff that will be some sort of an issue i did see a tweet that i thought was super funny it says no savings a five-year-old and only two thousand dollars in the bank and heading to kenya what in the horny nerd hell dang it benjamin buy a gaming system uh, also, some bonus footage, a clip that I found in my reality TV Facebook group of Benjamin before he leaves to go on his trip with his Bible study group and his students really asking some of the hard hitting questions. Are you going to be here next week? Um, actually, next week I will be on my way to Kenya. How long, isn't like a day flight, like a whole 16 hour flight? 14 hours from New York to Nairobi. My class knows all about uh, Akini and their excited and uh, uh, enthusiastic for me. Do any of them speak English or do you gonna have, a, have to have a translator with you? They speak some English. Kenya, English, and Swahili are the main languages. Do you have like security or anything there that's gonna like help you or whatever? No. <laughs> Honestly, I would. Like, you don't get kidnapped? Don't get your organs harvested? Um, wow. <laughs> He's going to Kenya and like, that's cool. But, like, I feel like he's weighing over his head a lot. I just think the, the stress of what he's doing. I mean, hopefully I'm wrong that, like, he doesn't, like, get hurt or doesn't get sick or anything like that. Um, Some very valid concerns, I would say. And doesn't sound like those are things that Benjamin had thought about whatsoever prior to his trip. And just by looking at him, I can tell, at the very least, he's going to get a very upset stomach over there. Um, Up next, Avery and Omar. Avery is 19. She's from Ohio. Omar's 24. He is from Syria. They are meeting in Beirut, Lebanon again. They were supposed to get married within the first couple days of her being in Beirut. Right. 
how in the world <laughs> you could just show up assuming that you're having a wedding in two days only to find out none of it has been done <laughs> is kind of beyond me. Now, she says every time I've asked him, he's like, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. But what we see is Avery going over to Omar's hotel room and like, all right, well, like, wh- wh- where are we getting married tomorrow? And he's like, oh, about that. So when I watched it, I, gen- I genuinely had a smile on my face because I felt like, oh, Omar, you're just like us, meaning guys. Because right, we're right. all the same. And my wife can ask me to do a million things. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it. Thinking, oh, yeah, I will get it. It is going to get done. But then when it comes down to like 24 to 40 hours prior, it's like, oh, shoot, it's not quite done yet. And my wife gets mad. I'm like, what are you, why are you, why are you mad at me? Right. It's going to happen. I just got to work some things out. Don't worry. And sure. that's how Omar was. Yeah. The only thing about this whole situation is like how two people can be on totally different pages. <laughs> because from the beginning, he He's made it seem like I kind of want to get to know her before we decide if we want to get married. And, you know, there's some things that I want to see before we make that decision. And she was under the assumption that she was wheels down, landing in Beirut. 48 hours later, we're getting married. Mom's going home. It's a done deal. The end. Yeah, I feel like he has a much, not much, a little looser time frame because he did go uh, wedding dress shopping. And when you go wedding dress shopping, you have to feel like a wedding is imminent. Correct. So I think he has some sense of, okay, we're going to do it. I think he might have felt like, okay, well, maybe two days is just kind of like a a rough guesstimate of when we're going to get married. Maybe we'll do it within like a week or two or maybe a month or something like that. And like you said, she is definitely like, hey, we have 36 hours to get this done. And again, we we see a little bit of her emotional immaturity and her inability to handle when things don't really go her way. She was like, you let me down. You had one job. Well, and and she storms back over to her hotel room with her mom and it's just like, well, that it we're not getting married there's no wedding and it's like well hang on like you know and and this is where avery's mom who lost a couple of points for me in the previous episode gained a couple back absolutely because you know when she's out there she's doing a one-on-one interview with the camera and she's out on the balcony and she's talking about how as her mom you know it is important to her that she is there for her daughter so her mom's like well go get omar we're getting in the car we're gonna go find a a shake and we're gonna get this figured out like it is time to get into get it done mode and i really like omar so you know i don't want to bash him too much on this situation but i felt like he should have come up with that deal like that definitely would have been something i would have told my wife like oh well, it's okay i or, mean there's, I there's shakes everywhere let's just go around and find some maybe as soon as they landed he should have been like so i know we're supposed to get married the day after oh, no, tomorrow you can't do that. no megan but i want you to understand that i haven't been able to line anything up yet Mm-mm. so tomorrow we really need to just spend some time seeing if we can figure this out but like to wait and Megan, you have to wait until the last minute. <laughs> until the last minute. I see. Okay. Um, I wrote yeah. down Omar, fill you, brother, in my notes. Yeah, even though he knows that she's expecting for there to be a wedding the following day. Right. He, he's figuring something's going to happen. You know, God works in mysterious ways. Oh, okay. All right. So we do see um, a preview where Avery and her mom and Omar are sitting down with a shake and trying to find someone who can marry them. And seeing Avery's mom wearing a, a hijab with her head covered I mean that's that is something that for some Americans I imagine would make them feel pretty uncomfortable right. because it's not something that you're used to and I mean I don't know much about the different types of hijabs but 
it does look like the one that Avery's mom is wearing is just like a bed sheet and they just cut out the face, right? Like it didn't, it looked like that, like a homemade one, not like when you buy in a store. Or was that just me? <laughs> well, now that you say it, I'm not going to be able to unsee it like that. Yes. Yeah. So, so my best friend, she's Muslim and okay. um, she and her twin sister, they were born in Somalia, raised in Pakistan, moved to the United States when they were 16. But her, um, her sister tried to teach me how to do it one time. Oh, really? And it is not a natural. I'm not a natural. I feel like you got to have a thinner face to pull them <laughs> off. You know what I mean? Like, if you have a round face, then then when you eliminate all hair, it just it's not a good. It was not a good look for me. But um, I but I but again, major points to Avery's mom. Yeah, that was nice for her. participating, trying to go into like fix it mode and help them figure out a solution to this now problem that could have been avoided all along but that's just a female talking <laughs> omar it's not your fault as he said it's not my fault uh, it's saturday and sunday what do you want me to do it's right the weekend. right no what and to his credit nobody was answering the phone when, when they were trying to it's call like, see, yeah, but you would have you. had months to get this figured out uh, oh omar <laughs> they need their own show okay uh, tom and darcy <laughs> tom is 39 he lives in the uk darcy's 44 she's from connecticut she again has also been there for a couple of days she has and we pick up with Darcy in a bathroom getting ready. Gotta get that morning glow. Talking to herself <laughs> while she's putting on makeup. Like it was very, that was very bizarre to me. I don't commentate as I'm getting ready in the morning. From here on out, I'm only going to motivate my face in the mornings <laughs> <laughs> to start my day. Yeah, yeah. And, and like you said, you pointed out in the last episode, she is constantly making wedding references. The first, she did multiple of them right. in part one of episode five. The first one was after she gets ready. Y'all say? Almost ready, babe. Oh, you're so sweet. It's like you're getting at the altar. He's like, Darcy, let's go. Come on. Because uh, he's like standing at the door, like trying to get her to hurry up. Darcy, come on. <laughs> so he has lined up a cricket lesson. And uh, before, while they're on their way to the cricket lesson, they're in a cab. And we have heard all along about this trip to Gran Canaria, uh, yes. which is an island off the coast of northern Africa. Tom is going to take her there. There's supposed to be a yacht. Mm-hmm. And before they leave, Darcy is talking to her sister, Stacy. Her twin sister, Stacy, is also engaged to a guy named Florian who lives in Albania. Correct. Now, Stacy, because she and Darcy are twins, is also 44 years old, and Florian is 20-something. They've been engaged for three years, and while Darcy is in the UK with Tom, Stacy is in Albania with Florian. So Stacy calls Darcy and says, you and Tom should come meet us in Albania. I definitely want to meet Tom. Just want to make sure you're with the right person. I think we need to meet each other's loves, you know? It's just, it's time. I mean, why don't you guys come to Albania? I mean, you guys are not that far away. Well, Albania is very far actually from, it is. <laughs> from England. It's like over 1,700 miles. So Albania is close to Italy. It's like actually at the southern, like, southern southeastern like, tip yeah, of Italy. Yeah, like where the heel of the boot is. That's yes. where Albania is on the coast. So it is on the Mediterranean. In the cab ride, Darcy says to Tom, instead of going to Gran Canaria, we should go to Albania to meet up with <laughs> Stacy and Florian. And again, it's one of those things where I was shocked that Tom was like, all right, we'll go to Albania. 
Well, I thought Tom wasn't at first because he was like, well, I kind of have this thing. I already flew to Grand Canary to go right. set something else, came back. I don't like changing plans at the last minute. That I've already made, which is totally, you know. So my question is, did they already have flights booked? To, it's not something that you just up and do one day. You have to right. make plans for this kind of stuff. And so I was just kind of like, huh, what an odd thing to request. Also, you're there for three weeks. Could you not go to Grand Canaria, come back, and then... Go to Albania later? Right. Or or can he... Can Stacy's fiance Florian not leave Albania? Like, why couldn't they meet somewhere else? Right. Like, why don't we meet, meet in, in Italy? Middle? Why don't you guys come to Grand Canaria? Exactly. There's lots of options that don't require you just to completely scrap your plans with the yacht and a trip to Grand Canaria to go 1,700 miles the opposite direction to Albania. To Albania. So that part I thought was very odd. Next, we are at the cricket lesson. Now, I don't know much about cricket. I mean, I've, I've seen it maybe on TV once or twice while I was in Europe. They'll tell televised cricket matches but it's not an activity that i would find romantic to do on a date yeah i don't know if he was going for romance i, I felt like he wanted to show her like hey i'm um athletic i'm you know fit i can do stuff and you don't look very athletic when you're throwing the wicket it was it was very strange and before they actually start practicing they're walking you know they get changed into their outfits and they come out and they're walking towards their little i don't even know i don't know any of the terminology towards the cricket court whatever and then here we go with darcy again she says something like it's like we're walking down the aisle and then he and, actually does say yeah he's you like you never, never stop. quit right like, you never stop with the wedding references <laughs> like, like enough chick so that was another thing that i and is that where we kind of leave off with them at their cricket match yeah well she um after the cricket match she starts talking about like hey how come we haven't done the jiggy oh, jiggy wow. yet haven't we, yeah haven't we and gotten intimate he's like, well i'm trying to wait and be respectful and she's like i'm kind of starting to feel a little self-conscious and like you don't really like me and she said i'm starting to feel insecure um, and that i don't know why i do not pick up on any sexual chemistry between them well first of all he's not the guy from the pictures i keep i'm distracted every time i see him i'm like you are not the tom the haircut is a big part of it and now darcy says in present day that tom has lost 40 pounds and i'm maybe that is okay you know i don't know i <laughs> like when he's throwing the thing for the cricket yeah. like, this is not the guy no. who's sitting there with the And the sweater was look. too tight. Oh. And it just, there was no, I don't know. And as pretty as she is, and I know this isn't something that she would want to hear, but she doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't come across, she doesn't give off like sex appeal to me. And like, I know that's what she's going for, but I don't feel it because I think her emotions and her insecurity are totally overriding her natural beauty and her natural sexiness. Does that make any sense? Yeah, she. it feels like she's trying way too hard. Maybe that's like, what it is. She, like, even when you showed us those pictures earlier of her uh, pre-plastic surgery, it's like, oh, she's a very pretty lady without yeah, the plastic yeah. surgery. You don't have to go, like, so far above and beyond when if you could just kind of use what you have, you'd be just fine. I don't know. So, yeah, so I don't I don't know if I want to see these two in the jiggy <laughs> jiggy and hear them talking about recounting the experience and oh, cause she what it was she'll like. Oh, she'll, she'll go into detail. And I don't know if I <laughs> want to hear any of that. <laughs> Speaking of hearing any of that, Angela 
And Michael. And Michael. You got oh. to hear a whole lot about. Oh, Timmy. <laughs> how her daughter can sit there and listen to her talking about how big his schlong is. I'm like, oh, I'm going to throw up. Uh, so Angela is in her 50s, lives in Georgia. Michael is, is like 29, 30 years old, and he lives in Nigeria. Nigeria. And so Angela's already been over there once, and she's packing for her second trip and they're in Angela's house and again with all this Donald Trump stuff Donald Trump boxers and then there's the that's how it all comes up She, she has these boxer shorts that is a picture of Donald Trump and says huge across the bottom and then she is like and it is huge and I'm like oh no and then she has some sort of oil that he's supposed to rub, rub on his privates oh, and she's telling her daughter about this yeah, and, and Skyla just seems to be so unaffected by all of well, it well Skyla eventually is like mom I don't want to hear about yeah. your sex stuff or your sex toys or anything like no one wants right, to hear about right. that mom she does bring up again that Skyla has agreed to be her surrogate now I don't remember remember the conversation going that way i remember it being more like if it comes to that maybe we have that conversation right. later exactly but in angela's mind skyla is going to carry this baby for her She's that michael that youngin that, yeah uh <laughs> i just need you to tote it no. and uh i don't know if you noticed but now you have me watching when the uh children are in the back mm-hmm. none of them wearing seat belts none of them are in a car seat none of them on the way to the airport that and i was like correct. oh my gosh <laughs> oh wow this is not uh, <laughs> this is not, not columbia anymore. right right we are in the united states where it, it, there actually is a law that says that children have to be I think up to seven now or the kids are supposed to be in like a booster car seat. or booster seats. Right. But they weren't even wearing seatbelts. No. I was like, what is going on? But then again, I mean, listen, I don't I don't wanna knock Angela's house, but but like I don't know if you notice like paint chipping off the walls, oh. like sheets hung up over the window. I have noticed that. I mean it my concern all along has been where is Angela gonna get money to buy eggs if she can't <laughs> afford curtains for her windows? Like not even a four thousand dollar wedding at the cotton patch she can't afford. We're That's now true. talking about like I don't know they stress me out. Um, yeah, we don't know that Michael brings in any money. As far as we know, we we don't know anything about his job. Uh, and when if she brings him to the U.S. on the K-1 visa, he can't legally work until right. he gets his green card, which takes at least three to six months, I think. Yeah. But she's getting paid for doing the show. You'd think she could at least go to Bed Bath & Beyond and buy some curtains. A I don't things, know. A couple things. A couple things. Maybe a car seat for the kids. <laughs> a car seat. Maybe something that is at I'll least... I would just appreciate if they would just click the seatbelt around them. Just do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tim and Jennifer. Oh, boy. Tim is 38. He's from Charlotte. Jennifer is 25 and lives in Bucaramanga, or however you say it. Bucaramanga. I like Bucaramanga, that. Colombia. Where we pick up, they're still in the cab. This is like the longest cab ride ever. <laughs> uh, they're still in the car from the airport to an Airbnb apartment that Tim has rented. The argument has died down a little. Right. You know, Jennifer's upset that Tim called his ex Veronica and then told Jennifer that he talked to Veronica, Veronica which yes. Tim just needs to keep his mouth shut. Like, <laughs> he does. It's just the weirdest. Like, And then afterwards in the interview, he's like, I guess I shouldn't have talked about it. Yes, Tim. <laughs> Duh, Tim. Yes, correct. And so they get to this apartment that he's rented and he starts bringing out all these gifts that he bought for Jennifer and for Violet. Lots of clothes. Looks like he bought them on like Amazon stuff because they're in like the packaging like and stuff. Like cellophane wrap. Right. 
like, where did he order this stuff from? Here's this one, and here's this one, and here's some more. It's almost like he didn't even look at what it was. He just started clicking and putting stuff in his cart. It was very bizarre. I found that very odd. Almost like he was like, you know, when you go to New York City and (laughs) and there's like a dealer somewhere who's who's like sells you something, and it comes in one of those shrink wrapped cellophane packages. It was like, where did you buy that, Tim? (laughs) And then he bought Jennifer like underwear. I don't just buying lingerie for someone that you don't you've never met to me is very odd but anyway she leaves because she's gonna take violet over to her grandparents house and next thing you know we see them at dinner together you look good are you hungry yes it's been a long day so i just it's still like not hit me that i'm sitting here with you yeah i think you're beautiful really thank you i like your style thank you everybody makes fun of me back home who cares? <laughs> it's not too feminine for you. No, I, that's important for me. And Tim and his little girly drink. I don't know if you noticed. She ordered a beer and he has like a fruity cocktail at dinner. And the camera guy keeps zooming in on Tim's manicured fingernails. I put on there, he had really shiny fingernails. He like definitely super... went and got a manicure. Yeah. So he definitely had clear polish on his nails. And he... And he's holding his hands like he didn't want anything to touch them. Right. But yeah, he has like very delicate. He's holding hands. him very kind of yeah. like that. Uh, and Jennifer makes the comment that she likes the way he's dressed. And he says, well, most people back home make fun of me for the way I dress. But the big issue here is like she says he's not really my type. She's used to guys who are a little bit more like dirt under their fingernails, rough around the edges, just more like masculine. And Tim does not quite fit that bill. And then I don't know if there's like a more demasculating thing to tell someone. Probably not. She says, you know, with my my dad helping him at the farm, and Tim says, you know, I'm more of like a a manager instead of a (laughs) dirt under the nails kind of guy. Many in my family are very jealous and overprotective. So you have to show my father that you are a strong man. That's important. I'm so ready to show Tim's my father's farm. If my father doesn't like Tim, that would be a huge problem. You're like a worker, like a man that gets his hands dirty. You I'm want to impress a, me? I like a man like that. I'm a manicure kind of guy, not a dirt under the fingernail kind of guy. That's because you're a pussy. It's not that I'm a pussy. It's, it's just that will be like a shame for my family. Like, who is him, a girl or what? <laughs> and I was like, oh. And he doesn't react to it the, the way, way I would or probably anybody else right, would. Like, right. He's like, well, I wouldn't say that I'm a P word. Right. I would more say like, no, Tim. Uh, so, yeah, I think she likes the fact that he is a family guy, is good with her daughter, and appears to have some money, but I don't think he's going to be masculine, a masculine enough guy for her. And that's the thing, is that once you, even if you like someone, you think they're attractive or whatever, once you find qualities in them that you don't particularly like or care for, they become less attractive to you over time. Totally. So for him, like, he has a unique style or whatever, and she might be attracted to that right now because oh, it's kind of cool kind of modely but once she kind of if it continues on this trend where he seems to be less masculine less manly she's gonna find that oh well now you being kind of cool or you know trendy is more like you just being a female and that's gonna be 
something that will start to bother him, too, is how often she's going to bring up the fact that he's not a real man or that right. he's acting like a P word or whatever. So I don't I don't have a great feeling for these two moving forward. I don't either. And um, they just kind of left it at that, too. It's just kind of like, OK, well, like, hey, let's uh, let's go ahead and get on up out of here. And it's like, right. OK, like, yep. wait a minute. Yep. And then they leave. And then he does, and say that if he, can, <laughs> he does say that if he can get her back to the hotel, maybe he can get a kiss. And I was like, really? That's your goal? Yeah. And he's another one who does not give off sex appeal to me. He doesn't. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I get more of a creepy vibe from him than anything else. But hey, maybe I can get a kiss. I don't know. We'll see. I don't want to push it, but right, we'll see. Right, right. That's another thing that just felt really odd to me. <laughs> Tim is, is an odd guy. Very odd guy all around. Just an odd duck. Last but not least, oh, Caesar and Maria. We didn't see a lot of Caesar in part one of episode five. However, he does land in Mexico. They have lost his luggage. He goes to the resort. We pick up pretty much the next, next morning, day yeah. where he is out on the balcony taking videos of the view look maria this is the beach in cancun i'll see you tomorrow mind you he has not heard from her in four, four days. days she has been radio silent and he's sending her messages and he can see that she's looking at the <laughs> messages at first i thought well maybe he's right maybe she's on her plane if it's a 30 hour trip and she's supposed to be there the next morning. Maybe she has like in-flight Wi-Fi and she can read the messages but can't respond. But I don't think that's the case. So so Caesar does get his bag. So he immediately takes it upstairs, wants to make sure that his $200 engagement ring is still there. Which if you had something as important as an engagement ring that you're traveling across country or international borders with, you would think you would keep it on your person or at least in your carry-on. Totally. I've never, and I don't wear a lot of jewelry, but like I would never put jewelry and check it in a bag. Right. That just seems like you're asking for someone to go exactly. through stuff and steal it. But so he gets his bag bag. The producer sitting there, he's like, she's like, well, have you heard from her at all? And he's like, no, maybe she's just getting nervous. Have you heard from Maria? I haven't heard from Maria at all. The last thing I said from her was that I love her. I think that she's not responding because she's probably getting nervous. You know, it's getting real right now. We got one more day for her to come and we finally get to meet each other. After five years of not seeing each other, we finally get to meet face to face. I'm going to take a selfie right now so that she can see me that I'm inside the hotel right now. Oh, she was just on a minute ago. Maybe I could try to call her and see if she's if she's on the plane. And he calls her and he's like, oh, well, she's probably getting on her plane right no now. No answer. <laughs> So we see Caesar say that he's going to go down to the pool. He's going to go swimming to get some of the jitters out. Good for Caesar. He is still hopelessly optimistic that she is en route to Mexico and is going to be arriving the next day. So while he's down at the pool swimming... He meets this family from Iowa who they say they're on a family vacation. I think they said they were from yeah, Iowa. They were from Iowa. They're yes. on a family vacation. He proceeds to explain to this family out of nowhere that he is there <laughs> to meet this girl that he's been talking to for four years, has never met in person. And they're all kind of like, you can tell they're kind of like, uh, what? Right. Can we see a picture? <laughs> and then he pulls out his phone and they see the picture and they're like, whoa. <laughs> 
And the kid at the end of the bar, who is all of us at home watching the show, is Absolutely. like, are you sure you're not getting catfished? <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then next thing you know, the, the family's kind of like, well, when she gets here, we'd really like to meet her. We want to have a drink with Maria when she arrives. And he's like, yep, she'll be here tomorrow morning. It is 100% all-American family. It's like a mother, a father, two daughters, two sons, just hanging out in the pool. And Caesar seems indignant once the kid says, are you sure you're not being catfish, man? Like, how dare you, sir? Yeah, he does like an on-camera interview, and he was like, yeah, they seem to think that was pretty funny. And we're like, oh, Caesar. She's gorgeous. Wow. Oh, sure you're not being catfish, man? <laughs> I was shocked when the guy at the end said Maria was a catfish. They thought that was pretty funny. I think that they were just amazed at how beautiful Maria is. That's my love of my life, and I know she's not a catfish at all. Oh, Caesar. Oh, my gosh. So, in part two of episode five, I mean, is he still going to be hanging out at the pool waiting for Maria to get there, or are we finally going to see where this meeting is supposed to take place? Right, because he says to the family she's getting here tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Yeah, and this imply- is this has to be like, an, he's at a pool, it looks like it's like early afternoon. Right, so... It, it would have to imply that she has already begun her journey and that in theory she's like probably somewhere where she's making connection or something like that at this right, point right so that she can be there by tomorrow morning so who knows we will see well, i guess we'll find out soon enough if nobody shows up if the real maria shows up <laughs> or if he's been catfished all along and someone who is not the blonde girl is going to show up it's one of those three outcomes right or my theory which is that tim is going to have to let jennifer know I'll be right back. I have to go to Mexico real quick. He's going to put some pink polish over those nails. Blonde wig. Jet on over to Cancun. (laughs) I've been trying to get out of this for months now, but I can't. Anyway. Oh, man. Well, okay. So, part two of episode five will air Sunday night on TLC. Jay will be in Las Vegas. You will call us on Monday? Yes, I'll try to call in and make this happen. All right. Well, um, we'll get some commentary. We'll get it all figured out. Hopefully, by Sunday night, episode two of part five, we will know if, in fact, there is a Maria. Oh, I can't wait. Wait.